Lift up your Bibles whilst we are seated. Lift up your Bibles. Oh, stand. Please stand. 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 Stand with your Bible. Yeah. This is very important. Stand with your Bible. And declare and say, this is my Bible. It is the word of God. I believe what it says I am. Some of you are not taking your Bibles. Say, I believe what it says I am. I can do what it says I can do. I am not a hearer only. I'm a doer of the word. Wave it and say a big amen. God bless you. Turn to Judges chapter 15. Father, thank you for your spirit this morning. Thank you for abounding grace that we are never the same again. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. So, Judges chapter 15. The book of Judges happens to be a very important and yet a very interesting book in the Bible. Time will not permit me for us to do a quick recap of the entire book of Judges. But when you start reading the book of Judges from chapter 13, we are told of a man and a wife that had no child and yet believed God and one day, Manuel's wife was visited by an angel and received a promise that she was going to have a child. And there were instructions about how she was supposed to live a life before she conceived and during the period of her conception until she gave birth. It happened that this one that gave the promise was an angel of the Lord who later on appeared to both Manoah and the wife and still emphasize the same you know prophecy in Judges chapter 14 or in Judges chapter 13 downwards we see Samson being born and how that he grew up and in chapter 14 he had become of age and wanted to marry uh, so if you are of age and you don't want to marry then you are not following scripture very well somebody say Lord have mercy but then in chapter 14, Samson, who is an Israelite, had grown up and in wanting to marry, he did not find anybody amongst the people of Israel, but went as far as to the Philistines where he found a woman and asked the parents to go and, you know, marry the woman for him. In doing so, there were few things that happened. He went and tried to set up a riddle because he had 30 groomsmen or what we call best men. Is that correct? Yeah. And he gave a riddle as their custom was in those days that during the ceremony they play. And he chose to give a riddle that came with a price that if they were able to solve the riddle for him, then he would give them 30 pieces of garments or 30 pieces of clothes. But if they were not able to do so, then they were supposed to give him 30 pieces of clothes. What was the riddle? The riddle was that out of the eater came something sweet to eat. And out of the strong came out something sweet. Samson's riddle was simply talking about the fact that on his journey to marry, he met a lion. The Bible calls it a young lion. When the Bible talks about a young lion, it's not talking about a baby lion. It's referring to a lion that is at its prime and that is very strong. And the Bible says Samson tore the lion like he would kill a kid or like a goat. And that was the riddle he made. Because 
Upon his return one of the days, he found out that the lion he killed, bees had formed into the, in the carcass of the lion, and he fetched some of the honey, ate and gave to his parents to also eat. He hadn't told his parents about any of the things that have happened in his life in the process of killing the lion and all that. So this was the riddle Samson gave to the men of Philistine. Now, it is very important. When he told them, he gave them seven days to solve this riddle. After the third day, the people were not able to solve the riddle. And so they went to Samson's wife that he had just married and told her that your husband have come to steal from us. If you don't give us the answer to this riddle, we will kill you and kill your parents and burn down your house. And so the woman was under compulsion and so went to Samson. And the Bible says that she wept. She wept. In fact, other versions of the Bible says that he harassed Samson with her tears. I don't know if you're a man and you've seen a woman weep before. But <laughs> how many men have seen a woman weep before? Hey, are you sure you... How many married men are here? Mm. And you've not seen a woman weep before? Then you didn't see well. (laughs) But for a woman to even weep for one hour is a big deal. But in this case, the Bible says that the woman wept for all the days during the period of their honeymoon when they were supposed to be enjoying. This lady decided to use the period to weep. And so Samson on the seventh day he was wearied and so decided to give the woman the answer to the riddle. So the woman went and reported to the men what the riddle was. And, you know, they, they won. So Samson went down into the city, caught 30 men, beat them and stripped them of their clothes and brought it and gave it to the men. And because he was angry because the wife had betrayed him, he left and went away. One day, he was there, and then he decided to go back and take his wife. When he went, the father-in-law said, Oh, I thought you were angry with my wife, with your, my daughter, which is your wife. And so, I had given your wife to your best man. And so, they are inside the room. Then, <laughs> so Samson got angry. The man said, Oh, my, the, my younger daughter is there. She is more beautiful than your wife. But Samson did not agree. Look, monkey no fine. By mama like him. So Samson got angry and decided to punish the Philistines. So he went out there into the bush and caught with his bare hands 300 foxes. 300 foxes with his bare hands. A fox can be defined as a wild dog. Not a normal dog, a wild one. He caught 300 of them at the same time and set fire on their tails foxes are very hairy set fire on their tails and release them into the farms of the philistines and they bent down the entire farms and so when the men of the philistines saw this they were so angry and then they came arrested samson's father-in-law and the wife killed them and bent down their houses samson heard of it and he got angry and he got a fresh jawbone of an ass and with the jawbone of an ass Samson killed 1,000 men of the Philistines in one day, 1,000 men, he killed them with the jawbone of an ass and the Bible says that anytime he did any of these acts, the spirit of the Lord will come upon him 
And then, so he killed 1,000 of them. So, the Philistines who were now rulers of Israel, or they were people ruling over Israelites, came to the men of Israel and said, look, you better hand over something to us, else we'll deal with you. So the men of Israel, at this point, had to go and get something and hand them over to the Philistines. And so we are going to read from there, from verse 9. I, I hope I've given you a quick recap from verse chapter 13 to 15. Alright. So in 15 verse 9, the Bible says, Then the Philistines went up and pitched in Judah and spread themselves in Lehi. And the men of Judah said, why have you come up against us? And they said, To bind Samson have we come up, to do to him as he has done unto us. Then 3,000 men of Judah, 3,000 men, went up to the rock, to the top of the rock Etam, and said to Samson, Knowest thou not that the Philistines are rulers over us? Or don't you know the Philistines rule over us? What is it that you have done to us? And he said unto them, did, as they did unto me, so have I done unto them. Take note of verse 12. And if the Bible is yours, underline verse 12. And they said unto him, We are come down to bind you, that we may deliver you into the hands of the Philistines. And Samson said unto them, Swear unto me that you will not kill me, or you will not fall upon me yourselves. And they spake unto him, saying, No, but we will bind you fast and deliver you into their hands. But surely we will not kill thee. And they bound him with two new cords and brought him up from the rock. Now, so Samson at this point had had to face his own people. This time he was not going to fight the enemy. This time his own people. Somebody is his own people. Let me hear your voice. Say his own people. Let me hear it louder. Say his own people. His own people had now come to him to say to him that Samson, the Philistines are angry and so we are going to take you and hand you over to the Philistines. And guess what? Samson said to them, and this is the only time in the Bible that, or in the book of Judges that Samson had to plead for his life. Up until this time, Samson never pleaded. Samson never begged for his life. But he said to them, that promise me that you will not kill me yourselves. And the people said, we promise you, we will not kill you. Samson had just killed 1,000 men with a jawbone of an ass. And at this point was fighting for his life. Samson had killed a lion with his bare hands. Samson had killed, had arrested 300 foxes at the same time. And set fire on their tails. The fox is already wild. And then you set fire on a fox. That makes the fox go mad. And yet he was able to deal with 300 foxes. And his own people had come unto him and is begging them that please don't kill me yourselves. This morning, in the next few minutes, I'm going to speak on what I've entitled friendly fire. Somebody say friendly fire. I can't hear your voice. Say friendly fire. Shout it louder. Say friendly fire. And I want you to pay critical attention to what I'm going to share with you this morning. Because for a lot of us, the people that is able to get you in your own corner and punish you will not be the enemy. But the people around you. 
Samson was not afraid of the Philistines. In fact, at the end of Samson's life, he killed more Philistines, even in his state of, of, of sickness, he killed more Philistines than he ever killed in his whole lifetime. Samson was a man that was able to carry the gates of a city on his shoulder. Samson did exploits, but when his own people came up to arrest him, Samson was scared and said to them, that promise me that you are not going to kill me yourselves. Listen to me, child of God. Most of the times, the thing you should fear is not the enemy. But the things you should fear sometimes are the things just around you. Am I talking to somebody today? Because as for the enemy outside, in the name of Jesus, we are more than conquerors. That's why the Bible tells us that when they come against you in one way, they will flee seven ways. The reason is simple because, you see, our rock is not like their rock. Our God is different from their God. So whenever I meet my enemy, it is a battle of the gods. It is a battle of Yahweh. And it is a battle of their gods. And once my God is stronger than their gods, I have no fears because no matter how great the enemy is, in the name of Jesus, every knee must bow and every tongue must confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. So we don't fear the enemy. And that is why this morning I came to tell you that you have no reason to be afraid. Somebody lift up your hand and say, I am not afraid. Oh, come on, let me hear your voice. Say, I am not afraid. However, it is very, very important. And let me share with you this scripture or this story that was told by the presiding bishop some few years ago about this Pentecost elder who was very, very sharp in the spirit. This man had been a Christian from his childhood and was a very, very good Christian, very prayerful, very spiritual man. And one time, this man fell so sick, he had dementia, he couldn't remember anything, and was almost at the point of death. Then in one service, there was deliverance, and his own daughter started to manifest. And as the daughter was manifesting, there were things she said. He said, the witches in the community have always wanted and tried to attack my father. But anytime they come to attack him and to fight him in the spirit, they will see fire around him. Which is true. For every Christian, your eyes are open, but there is fire around you. Oh, I said there is fire around you. The only reason why your enemies, do you know the kind of things that goes on about your life? From Monday to Friday to Saturday to today Sunday. Do you know the number of attempts that was made on your life? But you still survived it. It is not because you were smart. But because the angel of the Lord encamps round about them that fear him. May your ministry angels always protect your life. And so the child said, so anytime they came there was fire around him. So they were not able to take him. So one of the time, and this child had also been initiated into the witchcraft group. So one of the days, the story is that they came, and when they came and they couldn't, they decided to now send the man's own daughter to go and, you know, <laughs> take the man, to take his brain. And when they went, there was fire around the man. But because the girl was close and related to the father, she was able to go through the fire <laughs> and took his brain. Now, this is a true story that presiding bishop shared true story and took the man's brain so by the following day the man was sick he started deteriorating one problem after the other now how come 
that all the witches could not. But this small girl was able to. The reason is simple. Because that was a relative. By blood, it was able to happen. A lot of Christians, the things that destroys us are not witches and wizards. There are, I've seen people who have been destroyed even more in the church than outside the church. And I've seen Christians who have been destroyed by family members <laughs> than principalities. Is somebody getting what I'm talking about? And the reason is because once there is a relation, it is easy and it is possible. Oh, I've seen people say, I remember some years ago, there was a man who was in church. And one day the man said to me that you are always praying. I'm waiting to see how one day you backslide. Yeah. I was a young man. But somehow, something within me rose up and said, I refuse it. There are times you meet people, you've not done anything to them, they are not your friends, and yet, they wish that something bad will happen to you. Am I talking to somebody this morning? There are times people look at you, they look at your children and suddenly some hatred develops inside them and they begin to say things. Nankaka, a bow. They wish that the car will knock you down. Your child will die. Sometimes when you are moving around with your wife and your husband, don't think everybody is happy the way you are happy. Am I talking to somebody this morning? And everybody say, hey, your marriage is... Some, some people are wishing, let the husband leave this guy. Let the wife misbehave. Let this marriage collapse. And there are people that are wishing evil. And listen, once it comes from outside, we don't mind. But when it comes from within, close to you, the enemy gains access and authority into your life. But this morning, I came to declare, every enemy within, we cast them out by fire. Somebody clap your hands and shout, you are out by fire. Something had to tell the people that please don't kill me. Now, when we talk about friendly fire, we are, you know, it is, it is a term used more in the forces, military, police, and stuff like that, where sometimes two colleagues, instead of getting at an enemy, mistakenly will shoot a colleague. Huh? That is what we call friendly fire. So, me and Ms. Aqua, we are Aquas, and we've gone, we've gone to shoot, to look for Akrantia. Huh? grass cutter in the bush and instead of shooting at the grass cutter mistakenly I don't know whether you shot me or I shot you but there was a shooting that is what is called a friendly fire that is an attack which may not even be intended or an attack that is intended by somebody within your camp that is what we describe as friendly fire and there are times you are doing something. I've seen people sing in church. I've seen people do one thing in church. And then other Christians are wishing that. Listen to me. This morning I came with a mandate. It is a mandate of divine protection. If you said amen, let that mandate work for you. I said I came with a mandate of divine protection. That no weapon formed against you shall prosper. And every tongue that shall rise against you. In judgment, it is condemned. I came to make a declaration over your life. 
In your going out, you shall be kept by the power of God. In your coming in, no weapon shall attack your life. When they come against you in one way, the Lord will cause them to scatter seven ways. Somebody clap your hands and shout, I am covered. The Bible says in James chapter 3 verse 9, that therewith, talking about the tongue, therewith we bless God, even the Father, and therewith we curse men. He's talking about the tongue, which are made after the similitude of God. Verse 10 says, out of the same mouth proceeded blessing and cursing. My brethren, these things ought not to be so. There are so many people, within their mouth there is blessing and within their mouth there is cursing. And there are some of you, you've met people, they've said things and you didn't respond. They've cursed you and you kept quiet. They spoke things and you were laughing at them. No, from today, anybody that has said anything against your life, I command their words to be cancelled. Somebody clap your hands and shout, I cancel it. Yeah. Yeah. The Bible says that the tongue is full of deadly poison. The tongue, it is full of deadly poison. You joke with it at your own peril. And we are getting into a realm and we are in a season where people have become more envious. People have become more jealous. People have become more wicked by the day. There are people who cannot stand other people's success. And so they will do everything possible to bring them down. Sometimes you hear them say it. Sometimes you don't hear them say That is why I get worried when I meet Christians who want to succeed in life but are not ready to pray. When you call them for prayer, they will give you an excuse. Hear me. You don't have an idea. The number of people outside speaking words against you, speaking curses against you, that it shall not be well with you, that it shall not be well with your children, that your marriage will fail, that you will never marry, that you shall be poor, that you shall end up a sick person. You have no idea the number of people that are wishing you to die before your time. You cannot sit down and cross your leg. This is a season of warfare. I said, this is a season of warfare. And I came to say to you, any word that was spoken against your life, it can be overturned. And this morning, I overturn it by the blood of Jesus Christ. Somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen. In Matthew chapter 10 verse 36. In Matthew 10 36. The master himself, Jesus, had this to say. A man's force, a man's enemies, shall be there of his own household. A man's enemies shall be those of his own household. There are prayer we call spirits that manipulate from households. We, are, we call them household enemies. And hear me, until you learn to deal with household enemies, you are not going anywhere in life. I've told you before, how my mother, those days, we are not born again. Her own sister's son had died and they went for a funeral. Have I told you that story before? And her sister, who was grieving, said to my mother, you, it is well with you. And you and your children are speaking English. How can speaking English become success? And you people are in Accra enjoying. What is in Accra that makes Accra better than? Are you getting what I'm talking about? And then she said to my mother, other people take witchcraft. 
they put it, they hide it in their knee. But me, my witchcraft, I'll put it on my forehead. Until you and your children are destroyed. My mother thought it was just a joke. This is not a dream, it was physical. When I got born again and I heard that story, I decided, let God arise. And let his enemies be scattered. Anybody that has vowed that it shall not be well with you. This morning I declare, we return fire for fire. If your amen is louder, receive that deliverance. I said we receive, we return fire for fire. We return injury for injury. They will plan, but they shall come to nothing. Somebody clap your hands and shout yes. Everybody lift up your hand and say, my father. Shout it and say, my father. Every evil wishes against my life. Any family spirit. The spirit of envy. Come on, shout it. Say, the spirit of envy. The spirit of jealousy. I declare, be arrested. Be arrested. Lift up your prayer right now. Pray for one minute. In the name of Jesus Christ. Every spirit of envy, any spirit of jealousy, any demonic attack, this morning by fire, I declare, let them be arrested. In the name of Jesus Christ, anybody making pronouncement in your father's house, making declarations in your mother's house, that it shall not be well with you. Oh God, arise and let your enemies scatter this morning. In the name of Jesus Christ, I declare their power is broken. Their words will come to nothing. Their words will fall to the ground. In the name of Jesus Christ, somebody clap your hands and shout a big amen. I said clap your hands and shout amen. Sit down. Listen, this week is a very strategic week. Mm? you didn't hear what I said I said it is very strategic anything from that house that will not let you go this week before they realize I said they will let you go sometimes they don't understand this is, this is the limit nobody should marry in this house how come you alone there are guys proposing to you and they are serious, they want to marry. They don't understand it. Listen, they, they don't need to understand it. And, 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 and they are talking and they are saying things over my dead body. There are some of you, they can even use your own parents to fight your marriage so that you will not marry. But this week, you are released in the name of Jesus Christ. If your amen is louder, receive a release now. In Proverbs chapter 18 and verse 21. And this is why you don't have to take pronouncements for granted. Don't take it for granted. And some of you don't be happy you are making progress. Don't be happy. There is something we call spirits that work according to times and seasons. Someone say times and seasons. Yeah. Some of you when you are making progress. There is a place you must cross before you start rejoicing. I am always in a warfare mode. My warfare mode was activated a long time ago. And I have not deactivated it. When I'm even... There are certain foods and certain places when I have to eat. I declare war. <laughs> Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. 
you are happy, you are the only one who have a tickle or a motor in the family. Do you know how many people are cursing you and are predicting that two years to come, your motor is going to get destroyed and you will become like one of them? Do you know how many people? You are married and you are happy. You have a fiancé. You are showing them to everybody. The man hasn't married you and you are putting his picture on your DP, on Facebook. You are putting him everywhere. Do you know how many people look at the picture and they curse you? Do you know? There is a lady who told my wife, anytime a man comes into her life, the man would, when she takes the man home, when she takes the man home for introduction, that night or something, the man would dream that somebody will warn him. Is that correct? Yeah. Give a warning that her, if you don't know and you don't leave this lady, you are, <laughs> if you are the one, will you come back? You can't be wearing pawns on your face. You can't be wearing designer clothes and be thinking all is well. No. Some of you, you are too, you are too relaxed in the spirit. You are too comfortable. You are too comfortable. Just because you have rented a chamber and hall or you have built a two-bedroom house or a three-bedroom house, you think that is the end? No, that is not the end. There are some things that are calculated against you in the future. They are supposed to work at a certain time. There are certain families, people rise by 50 years, they must come down. There are some by 40 years, they must come down. There are some by 60 years, they must get a stroke. One thing must happen or the other. And you are just comfortable laughing around. No, 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 no. As for us in Zoeland, it is a place of prayer. It is a house of warfare. Uh, where are my warriors? I said it is a house of warfare. It is a place of prayer. If you touch us, we will, we will touch you back. If you come against us one way, thunder shall fire you. This morning I declare, anybody that have risen against you, let the weapons of war be activated against their lives. When they wake up in the morning, they shall hear the gunshots of the Lord. When they mention your name, thunder will arise. I declare from today, you are covered by the blood. I can hear you. I said you are covered by the blood. I declare in the name of Jesus, your going out is covered. You will never come down. You are rising from glory to glory. Somebody shout, I am the one. I said you are rising from one level of favor to another level of favor. One level of blessing, another level of blessing. They thought they can hate you now, but give them, tell them, rejoice not over me, because this is just the beginning. Anybody that said that you are going too fast, we will bring you down. I am declaring to them, who shall bless? No one can curse. You are blessed by God. You are blessed in the morning. You are blessed in the afternoon. You are blessed at night. You are indestructible. You are unspoilable. You cannot die before your time. Under this covenant, hey, I declare, when they try it, God will exchange your life for their lives. Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Anybody that wanted you to die before your time, I declare, you shall attend their burial services. Come on, shout yes. Anybody that wanted you to destroy before your time, I declare, you will live to see them go down. I speak over you. Your life is about to begin. 
your blessing is on the way your favor is about to begin somebody shout yes I said shout yes come and clap your hands and shout yes some of you parents see the way you struggled before you had a child and you are just having party no your child may grow up to go through the same struggle anything we suffered may your children never suffer it your amen is weak I said your amen is weak anything you suffered your children will never suffer it for better is the end of a thing than the beginning thereof your end will be better than your beginning if you said amen you are the one I said your end will be better than your beginning lift up your hand and shout hallelujah everybody shout in the name of Jesus come on shout it louder say in the name of Jesus I declare by the anointing I will never go down I will never go down for the last time I will never go down clap your hands and pray for one minute in the name of Jesus sit down in Proverbs chapter 8 verse 21 the Bible says death and life are in the power of the tongue so when people say things don't, don't just laugh some of you people say things about your children then you are laughing hey, obey the then, <laughs> then you laugh it sounds like a normal everyday language, isn't it? Yeah. Not my children. No, and not your children. Not any child in this house. Then you are laughing. Then you laugh. Then you are laughing. I reverse it in the name of Jesus. You reverse it and you break it. Because death and life, it can hurt you. Words can hurt you. Is somebody getting what I'm saying? First Peter chapter 3 verse 10, he says, For he that will love life and see good days, let him refrain his tongue from evil. So, the tongue can de determine whether your life will be sweet and your life will be long on earth or not. Your tongue can, declare, can decide it. Amen? Isaiah 54 verse 17. No weapon formed against you shall prosper. The second part is, and every tongue that will rise against you in judgment you shall condemn it. There are words you hear. There are things you don't hear. There are people who say things and you hear. There are some, they hate you and you know they hate you. Is that correct? There are some things you don't know. There are some things you will never have an idea. You will never have an idea. 
Because they laugh with you and go and come with you. But they are wishing that something will happen. Yes, something will happen. But the something is a testimony. I said that something is a testimony. Amen. Look at Psalm 55 verse 12. Psalm 55 verse 12. This is what David said. For it was not an enemy that reproached me. Then I could have borne it. Neither was it he that hated me that did magnify himself against me. Then I would have hid myself from him. Verse 13. He says, but it was you. It was thou. A man my equal, my guide and my acquaintance. We took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God. No, sounds like a church member. We, we took sweet counsel together and walked to the house of God in company. And he was talking about Ayutofel. His chief counselor who had become a chief adversary. You don't take anything for granted. There are prayers we will pray this week. We will release missiles into the atmosphere. There are some prayers when I pray, I don't mention anybody's name. But when you hear me pray it, you better stand well. Because when I make a declaration over you today, that anybody that wishes you bad, anyone who wishes your downfall, may they never lift up their heads in life. I just said if they wish you, I've not, we have not mentioned anybody's name. So even if you are my closest friend, I am declaring anybody that wishes my downfall, I will continually step on your head. Somebody shout a big amen. In Romans chapter 3 verse 13, Paul said, their throat is like an open sepulcher or an open grave. Their throat is like an open sepulcher. Their throat is like an open grave. And their tongues, they have used deceit. The poison of an asp is under their lips. That is the most poisonous snake. Uh, their tongue is like the most poisonous snake in the world. Today, someone is delivered. I said this morning, somebody's life is delivered. Anyone who stood anywhere to mention your name wrongly, I call upon heaven and earth to record that all God Behold their threatenings and give your people victory over their enemies. Anybody, be it a brother, sister, friend, relative, whoever, colleague, who is wishing that there should be weeping in my house, my father, I lift up prayer this morning and I declare that let the weeping of widows never depart from their houses. But as for you, I said, as for you, 
only with your eyes you shall see the reward of the wicked i said you shall see the reward of the wicked only with your eyes a thousand shall fall to your side ten thousand to your right hand side who am i talking to this morning it shall never come near you but i declare over you only with your eyes i said only with your eyes you will see their own desires coming upon their lives the day they expected you to get stroke that day you will accompany them to the hospital come on shout a better yes i said the day they wanted to see you have dementia you will be there you will be there to pray for them because god will deliver you the wishes of the enemy it is going back to the sender i said it is back to the sender i can't hear your amen i said it is back to the sender somebody shout back to the sender hey somebody shout back to the sender clap your hands and shout yes lift up your hands and pray this last prayer i couldn't do my introduction lift up your hands and pray this prayer and say in the name of jesus Say it like you mean it. Say in the name of Jesus. Shout it louder. Say in the name of Jesus. Close your eyes and activate the warfare mode. Activate warfare mode. Say in the name of Jesus. Any tongue that have slandered me, any whispering spirits, any tongue of poison, making pronouncements against my life this morning i silence them i silence them come on say louder say i silence them lift up your voice and pray that prayer right now come on silence them silence them silence them silence them just one minute in the next one minute silence them in the next one minute lift up your prayer i silence them i silence them lada bahaya i silence them we silence your voices 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 we silence them i declare let your voices be silenced let your voices be silenced in the name of jesus christ lift up your hands and pray this last prayer acts chapter 16 there was a girl who followed paul and silas for many days with an evil spirit and Paul couldn't tell that this one was a bad spirit until one day he had discernment and rebuked the spirit there are things that can follow you from your childhood we call them familiar spirits they can follow you from the day you are born and you will think that it is normal lift up your hand and say in the name of Jesus come on say it like you mean it say in the name of Jesus every familiar spirit pursuing my life please pray this prayer with seriousness in one minute say in the name of jesus 
every familiar spirit pursuing my life this morning be arrested out 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 of my house out of my family now lift up your prayer right now lift it up come on lift it up any familiar spirit Hey, let the familiar spirit be silenced. Come out, out of my children, out of my marriage, out of my finances, out of my Christian life, out of my house, out of my family, out of the church, out. Jesus name Lesson Lift up your envelope The envelope you took last week If you have it here quickly lift it up Lift it up Lift up that envelope Some of you don't have it here Alright Tomorrow evening Tomorrow evening, we'll pray some prayers and I'll give you the chance to do so. Lift it up. Lift it up. And say in the name of Jesus. Oh, please stand. Unless, unless you are sick, but stand. Say in the name of Jesus. By the God of this altar. By the God of my father. Bishop Ajinasari. I declare. Let my sworn enemies be disgraced by this altar I disgrace them in the name of Jesus come and drop it on the altar come and drop it on the altar in the name of Jesus Lord disgrace them Lord disgrace them. Lord disgrace them. Lord disgrace them. Maya da 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 da. Lord disgrace them. Anyone who wants your disgrace, they will be disgraced in your place. Anyone that want, wishes you shame, they will be put to shame without remedy. They will be stripped naked in the street. Nobody will be available to show them mercy and compassion. Thank you, Jesus. Lift up your hands and just thank the Lord this morning. Just bless him. Bless him. Father, thank you. We give you praise and glory. Glory be to Jesus.